Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. Welcome to Overnight America with Ryan Recker on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts, michaelsflooringoutlet.com. And welcome to Overnight America. A little bit later than usual, which is okay, mostly because we got to listen to those Jack Buck Awards, and I thought they were fantastic. Wow. Was that fun to listen to a lot of those clips? So we have a short show up until 2 o'clock tonight, so only a few hours, and how we're going to spend it could be up to you because I do want to talk a little bit about the PC Santa. If you haven't heard that story yet, there is an update to it in a couple of clips from a well-known Internet commentator who tried to make it good. Also in the next hour, Brad Young's going to join us on some of the breaking news from the Supreme Court. It happened just a few hours ago. Supreme Court said, um, this one challenge out of Pennsylvania, no, I don't think we're going to hear it. So what does that mean? And what are the challenges left, if any? And what is the path for Donald Trump, if any? So just the hypotheticals, uh, where we go from here, what are the odds? Not good. So we're going to talk to Brad Young about that in the next hour, right after the news there. Uh, Joe Biden put together his three-point plan to tackle the coronavirus. What does that look like? We'll take some of your calls on it, too. And I'm sure you're going to want to talk about Donald Trump, I'm sure, when it comes to his chances. Maybe some listening still believe that, hey, he's going to do this thing. There's a lot. I mean, there's a lot of people who are much more confident than I am. I already told you that I have given up hope. Nothing has changed since then. Um, it's not that I wanted this outcome of Joe Biden being president of the United States. I just don't have any hope left uh, at this point that Donald Trump has what it takes to overturn it. All things considered, it doesn't mean it's something that's uh, not worth fighting or all things considered. It doesn't mean I don't believe in the merits of his cases. I think he has a lot of merit and I think he's got a lot of grounds to still argue, but I just don't think it's going to uh, be enough. So we'll talk about that next hour. Don't worry. And Chuck Schumer still trying to urge Joe Biden to cancel student loans. We'll talk about the potential of an executive order there in an update on the relief packages. There seems to be some movement on that. The stimulus payments, um, like apparently the White House has now said, well, if you can't do 1200 do 600 right? Uh, just do 600 So maybe cut the stimulus payment in half of what you received the first time around. That was kind of an interesting play because there's a lot of people on both sides that say, no, you got to do the full amount. Then there's some that say, no, you don't. Then some say, okay, do the middle grounds. I, I just don't know where this is going to go. So we'll get to all of that later in the show. Now, this is an anniversary date. It's hard to believe that 40 years ago, Howard Cosell was the one that broke the news to the world 
that John Lennon was shot and killed in New York City 40 years ago. We saw that happen in real time watching Monday Night Football, of all things. If you haven't actually seen the story of how all of that transpired and the way it rolled out, it's really quite a remarkable story. So, you know, the moments leading up to yeah, John Lennon, who is recording in in the midst of putting out another album on the way to the recording session. You have Chapman, who comes up, asks for an autograph, gets it. There's that famous photograph of that happening. You have John Lennon coming back afterwards, and Chapman also comes back with the weapon, shoots John Lennon. And with the last bit of strength, he tries to get back up into his residence, his apartment inside of New York City, gets a couple of steps up and collapses. Ambulance, by the time they get there, Chapman is still waiting for police and is arrested. But John Lennon, on the way to the hospital and gets there, didn't make him. Well, the whole story, if you haven't seen this, uh, ESPN did a outside the lines on it a few years back, probably, you know, 10 years ago, maybe even longer than that. But what they did during this was was break out exactly what happened to the events after. It's really quite remarkable to think that there was a reporter that just happened to be in the hospital where John Lennon was taken into. And then that's how we got the scoop. Who, how else would they have known so quickly? Well, obviously, it's one of the most popular celebrities in all of the planet at the time, being John Lennon, a member of the Beatles. And this reporter for ABC says, wow, uh, I got to get this in. So they call into the news from ABC television news network and he tells the story and they didn't believe him. They're like, you got to be kidding me. It's like, no, this is legit. This is this is it. Finally, it's confirmed and they want to put the news out because it is a giant breaking news story. But it's Monday night and on Monday night is football. And in the booth, you have Howard Cosell and Frank Gifford. It's really quite interesting how the conversation went. The conversation of if they're going to make the announcement, if they were not going to make the announcement. And in behind the scenes, they had a little bit of a struggle to try to figure out exactly how that announcement would go. I always found the back and forth between the two fascinating as a broadcaster because they didn't know if it was the right thing to do to announce the news at that point. They made notes that, of course, John was friends and were friendly with Howard Cosell. And because of that, and Howard Cosell being the sports broadcaster that he is, is not in front of a news desk. He's doing sports. Well, of course, he came into counter with a lot of different celebrities over the time you know, Muhammad Ali being one and such. So he has that sort of credibility. I mean, when it comes to celebrity, it doesn't always have to be inside of the sports realm. So during the break, they get the news from ABC and here's what we have. And for a moment, Howard Cosell says to Frank Gifford, I just don't see us being able to fit this into the game. It's the very end of the game. The game's on the line. They're getting ready to set up a field goal, things like that. And they said, I don't know if this is the right time. I don't think we can fit this in. And Frank Gifford says, I don't think you can't talk about this. This is going to change the world. This is going to this is going to change everything for them, that you cannot pass this up. So after uh, 60 seconds of trying to decide, and that was a quick 60 seconds, I bet. I mean, there's a lot of <laughs> there's a lot of things you need to try to figure out in life. But 60 seconds usually isn't enough time to figure it out. I mean, even if we were to try to come up with any sort of decision on what to announce, what not to announce, that's a split second to a national audience, to the biggest story of perhaps the decade. So they go on the air and 
Howard Cosell says, all right, uh, Frank, I want you to take this play and then lead it to me. And that's where this announcement was broadcasted to the nation. John Smith is on the line, and I don't care what's on the line, Howard. You have got to say what we know in the booth. Yes, we have to say it. Remember, this is just a football game, no matter who wins or loses. An unspeakable tragedy confirmed to us by ABC News in New York City. John Lennon, outside of his apartment building on the west side of New York City, the most famous, perhaps, of all of the Beatles, shot twice in the back, rushed to Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. Hard to go back to the game after that news flash, which in duty found we had to tell. Frank, indeed it is. Indeed it is. So they make that announcement, I'm sure the people watching the game. Did you? No way. Did you just hear what they said? So many people had different reactions to that night, and they were watching, but they may have heard in other ways too. This is what I started to read online. Those that remember that night, they said they may have been watching TV or heard it on TV, but the first thing they decided to do was go to radio. Big radio stations like WABC, which was just a landmark radio station in New York City, immediately started to get the contacts, call and talk to different people, and people would call in and to them. I remember radio stations all across the country who were broadcasting that night would say they did everything they could to try to get Beatles on the air as fast as possible. I even talked to some that mentioned that all of the albums, because if you're a radio station and it's, you know, getting to the 80s, you're probably not playing a lot of Beatles at that point. If you're playing more contemporary music, you know, what's popular on the charts at that moment? Well, as it turns out, of course, the archives are there, but a lot of times the archives are locked up that time of night. And I remember hearing radio DJs that said they had to call their program director, managers, their music directors to get into the station immediately. Get me that Beatles album. I can't get it. It's all locked up. I can't get to it. And they wanted to do everything they could to to broadcast this because it was such a landmark, giant news story that was in the mist. Now, ABC, a little bit later during the broadcast, made a second announcement on it, too. They understood that there wasn't going to be a case where everyone heard that at the same time. It'll be third and seven. In case the folks missed the earlier news flash, ABC News has confirmed that John Lennon, a member of the famed Beatles, may be the best-known member, was shot twice in the back outside of his apartment building in the west side of New York tonight, rushed to the Roosevelt Hospital, dead on arrival. An unspeakable tragedy, details on Nightline, 30 minutes after the end of this contest. Tony Nathan, single setback, third down seven. Wow, isn't that tough to fit something like that in that breaking news? So I wanted to play that for you because it, it's kind of a segue into Howard Cosell. I don't know if you know this, but Howard Cosell, at one point, I believe this was in the 1980s. This would have been after this announcement actually helped KMOX. <laughs> it's hard to. There is a connection to Howard Cosell in KMOX. I'm sure he's been on the air or maybe had interviewed some of the personalities here. But did you know Howard Cosell actually tried to help KMOX when it came to their sales department? Okay. I wanted to play this for you because I don't know if this has ever been played in the history of the radio station. Now, I'm sure it has been played in the background of the radio station but maybe not the actual radio station itself. So what? Uh, just to give you a little bit of context, different 
groups, uh, sale people will put together these presentations to take the clients to really try to impress them. In some cases, the clients may be national clients, so they might not exactly know the demographics of uh, St. Louis or the geography. If they hear about all of the things that are going for this radio station, it might help them get a radio buy, might get the advertiser interested in spending some money with the radio station. Well, in order to do that, a lot of times radio stations would try to get national names to help them. And being that you're KMOX, you can pull a national name here or there. And being that we just played that broadcast from Howard Cosell, I thought, you know, I don't think this has ever been played on KMOX. It reminded me that this might be something interesting to tie Howard Cosell into KMOX. Are you ready to hear this? No, no, no. I'll do it after the break. All right, because it just feels weird playing this at the same time as the John Lennon announcement. But yeah, 40 years ago today. Isn't that amazing? It's been 40 years. Well, you know, this happened before I was born. I learned about all these things after the fact. Um, When we come back, we'll we'll do the Howard Cosell announcement. And I do want to talk about also that Santa Claus the Santa Claus that now is out of a job for being the PC Santa. This is Overnight America KMOX. Now back to Overnight America on KMOX. Sponsored by Michael's Flooring, the flooring experts. Michael'sFlooringOutlet.com. So I think this is a part of KMOX history that may have been lost to time, but I found a KMOX sales presentation where Howard Cosell pitches KMOX radio to advertisers. (laughs) The Howard Cosell. So what you'll hear is the introduction, as in, uh, I think it's Bob Osborne, if I remember. So he introduces Howard Cosell, and Howard goes on and talks about just how great KMOX radio is. I'm I'm pretty excited to play this for you. I I don't know if this has ever been aired on the radio station. Good morning, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you very much for being here for this special KMOX radio presentation. I'm Bob Osborne. And before we start our formal proceedings, we'd like to digress for just a moment to introduce to you a very special person who, over the years, has begged and begged, literally begged, to work at KMOX radio. Well, we didn't have any openings at the time, but we did agree to sort of perform an audition for you this morning and let him talk to you, and we'll just see how he does. The podium is all yours, Howard. Hello again, everyone. You've heard of my exploits in the broadcast booth. Well, now, it's time for me to talk about KMOX, the voice of St. Louis. (laughs) Not just the voice of St. Louis, but the entire anatomy of that great Midwestern city. And all you reps out there, the troops in the field, a special thanks to you. You know, KMOX, what can you say? 21 share of the market. 40 states after 6 o'clock. They don't meet cost per points. They create them. K-M-O-X. They've already sold out Cardinal Baseball. And we don't even know how well they're going to do yet. But let's talk about some of the luminaries that we have here today. Like Ed Kiernan. Old Ed, vice president of spot sales. And you know, Ed, that reminds me. I've got a spot on my suit. Could you try to sell it after the presentation? (laughs) Oh, boy, how great was that? Just to hear Howard Cosell say the call letters. K-M-O-X. 
Hey, is he's probably one of the easiest celebrities to imitate. K M O X sounds so good. K M O X. <laughs> Isn't that cool? Oh, I thought that was just fantastic. This was um, an opportunity to tie that into tonight. So if you're still listening after the Jack Buck Awards and you're just kind of hanging around. I hope you enjoyed that sports story. Maybe you get to add a little something extra into it, some added bonus. All right, I I wanted to let you know we will talk about the Supreme Court ruling, which is the denial of a case. They're not taking one up in Pennsylvania. What does that mean? Well, Brad Young explains it because it's not, it doesn't mean Pennsylvania is not in play. It means that one of the challenges will not be heard by these uh, Supreme Court. So he's going to explain that after the news. So we'll we'll get to that in a little bit. I wanted to get to this other story out of Chicago. And of course, this is what uh, Chicago. I'm all in Chicago apologizing to a young boy, a young. I don't know how old he is. He's looking pretty young. He's probably five. If I had to guess, maybe four or five, probably five. And it was the first time he was going to see Santa Claus. He goes to the mall. They do things a little bit different now because of COVID, so they have Santa behind the table. Then they have a chair turned backwards, so the kid can go and kind of like kneel on the chair, sit on the chair, but it keeps a separation between them and the Santa Claus. Well, the kid goes up, and then something happens right after that. I want you to see if you can hear the interaction between the Santa Claus in the mall and the poor kid who goes up there thinking, Okay, this is what goes down. You know, you go and you talk to Santa and you get some good news. What do you want for Christmas? Uh, you can use All right, so he's a little bit shy. So the Santa says, what do you want for Christmas? I don't know. All right, so you're supposed to tell him. Okay. What? It's a little bit hard to hear, but the kid said a Nerf gun. A Nerf gun okay this is a toy that is air pressured that shoots little foam darts no i no no guns nerf gun no not even a nerf gun no if you, you if your dad wants to get it for you that's fine but i can't bring it to you but what else would you like lots of other toys there's legos there's bicycles there's cars and trucks what do you think so I don't know if you heard that. What do you think? The Santa Claus says, oh, nope, not giving you a Nerf gun. Nope, not doing it. There's a lot of other toys, but you're not getting a toy foam shooting gun. So how does the boy react? It's okay. We're dead. He starts crying. <laughs> he starts crying. This is his first time to Santa, and he doesn't really know what to expect. And he was not expected for Santa to tell him, nope, you're not allowed to have the thing that you want. Now, think about the role of Santa when you take your kids there. You know, they sit down, they say certain things. And normally Santa says, well, if you've been a good boy, maybe Santa will see what he can do. But, uh, you know, Santa normally is noncommittal. Normally the person would say something along the lines that's, you know, try to keep the door open. But you don't be the one to bear, hey, nope. Uh, I'm not allowing that in this Santa game we're playing right here. You know, by the way, I from what I've read online, I think they've been calling him PC Santa. He has since been let go. I read that online somewhere that he was fired. And the mall felt so terrible after they were shamed, uh, rightfully so, 
that they decided to bring a different Santa to their home and deliver the Nerf gun early ahead of Christmas. Isn't that nice of them to try to make it better? There was an online commentator by the name of Steven Crowder that reached out to the family and wanted to get a little bit more understanding what happened there. This is what he put out on his radio show. The reason why we were video recording it in the first place was because Mike was on the street and he misses a lot of Michael's first. Okay. So we wanted to, we wanted him to see like a really cute exchange with Santa, his first time telling him what he wants, you know, and, um, that obviously was not the case, <laughs> but as it was happening, I looked over at my mom, like, is this really happening? Like I was in shock and I was almost like nervous laughing under like, yeah, is this really I, I couldn't believe it. And then, you know, you can obviously see the heartbreak on my son's face. Oh, yeah. The heartbreak is there. It's more than just heartbreak. I mean, you can see it shatter into pieces, this poor kid. Now, the uh, dad's not there, as you heard. The mom and the grandma were there. The dad is a police officer working the streets at the time. You know, Chicago, uh, that's a tough gig, man. Real tough gig. Just like here in St. Louis, that's a tough gig. So he's out there doing his thing, working, and here he is, Santa saying no to his son <laughs> for a Nerf gun, which he had no obligation to get or not. He could have just been noncommittal. He didn't have to say, oh, no, we're not doing that. So uh, Stephen Crowder said, you know what I want to do? I want to play Santa for your kid. And because of that, what we're going to do is, here, get your kid over here. He's dressed up. And he said, here, I'm going to talk to him. We're going to try to make this better. Oh, 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 there's little Michael. Little Michael, do you know who this is making a call just for you? Who is that? Santa. This is Santa. That's right. And I understand that you're a fan of me, Santa. And uh, you had a little bit of a run-in with one of those uh, helpers at the mall who hadn't been vetted properly yesterday. Is that right? <laughs> What do you call him? Um, Bad Santa. That's right. Bad Santa, who didn't pass the uh, chemical test beforehand, but we've taken care of that. And as the real Santa, uh, I understand that uh, you know the rules of engagement here, that you've been a very... Have you been a good boy this year? Okay. <laughs> He's joking. Yes. <laughs> no, I'm joking. I know you've been very good this year. Now, let me ask you this, uh, young Michael. What is it? I know that the, the helper, again, no association there. We're looking through HR, and I'll uh, get back to your parents about this. What was it that you asked that unqualified helper for uh, at the mall? Nerf guns. A Nerf gun! Ho, 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 ho! Well, that sounds like a wonderful gift, a wonderful toy. And that man told you no? Oh, well, let me tell you, that's not the that's not the real Santa. He Isn't that great? I thought that was great. Well done. This is Overnight America KMOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? 
We make getting custom window treatments a minor project with major impact. Choose from premium blinds, shades, and shutters. We even have options for your patio, too. Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Our design experts can help you find the perfect window treatments on your schedule. We'll even send free samples directly to you. Plus, we can handle the measuring and installation for you. Unlimited window treatments installed for just one low cost. And with Blinds.com, you'll always get transparent pricing. No hidden fees. Our free shipping and 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step. And into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com right now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off for a limited time at Blinds.com. Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply.